Welcome everybody, our friends, to the On the Power Play podcast. Host Matt Fisher. Different this time. Not What's happening? Big, not Brian Bingerman. It's your Bingham's boy scared. Matt Fisher. Gonna host a power play. Uh, Mr. Brian Bingerman kind of, you know, took off, said, Ah, oh, guys, I'm taking off this week. Uh, I'll be back next week. Don't worry about me. Mm. We haven't heard from him since. Mm. I think he's all right. He, he's a he's an adult. He knows how to take care of himself. But I, I of course, so. it's he's still got two thirds. He got me, Matt Fisher, and Adam. Hello, woo, love uh, it, Fish. We said it before we started recording. Uh, but Bing is our anchor, and now the inmates are running the asylum. I feel like we're gonna go off the rails pretty quick. Only bad things can really happen. It's gonna True. be a show. It's going to be a show. We don't and, even really know what's going to happen. But yeah, we I know no it's going to be good. Man, imagine if this is the most listened to episode without Bing. We might have to kick him off the pod. Oh, let's not go that far. He's still our buddy, guy. <laughs> He's still um, our buddy. We'll, we'll bring him in for the occasional, uh, you know, what's up? <laughs> yeah, what's up? How you doing? And then we'll shove He's him back good? in the penalty box. <laughs> where he belongs. It's true. I mean, we're truly living up to our name now. We are literally on the power play yes we are and we got a score on the power play now you know it's the middle of the summer we're in uh i think what second week of august we are uh yes we are we are in the second week of august so to uh claw at the amount of uh headliners we have is pretty skim but we're yeah. gonna make it work because well, we're entertaining guys and we love talking about the game you know yeah but fish before we get too far into uh starting the episode what episode is this oh right adam this is ab- episode number 36 now if you look in in the he- uh headlines of famous 36 you won't see many of them because they're mainly goon numbers but we found one and that is matthew barnaby Matthew Barbie was probably the best player to wear number 36. You say? Do you yeah. have stats up, Adam? I do have his stats. Um, in the NHL, he played a total of 834 games in which he scored 113 goals, 187 assists for a total of 300 points. But the stat I think uh, we all would appreciate, including Bing, is the whopping 2,000. 562 penalty minutes. You might, you might as well put my might, might as well put a blanket and a pillow out for the guy in the penalty box. Oh, really? You know that's where he's going. So that's Matthew insane. Barnaby, you dude, you're number 36 on the pod. I love it. I feel like I feel like he might be the one that the goon movie is loosely based on, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> I still maybe the movie. You haven't seen it yet? No. It's good. You're a soft soul. You, you'd like it. You'd, you'd like all the emotional parts <laughs> in it. It's like Forrest Gump, you know? It's like you get a real emotional <laughs> touch to the main character. I have never heard the movie Goon compared to Forrest Gump. Well, I just did it. I You're love on it. the power play. Only place, awesome. I, only place in the world you can do it. Oh man, Bang. we're already going crazy. All right, fish. Let's get into the news before <laughs> things get too more, more crazy. Uh, yeah, like I said, there aren't many big headlines, but 
there's one that just uh, was announced today by the NHL Players Association or the NHL um, one and two. It, it first broke through Sportico, I believe, was the uh, news outlet that initially broke it this morning. And the Board of Governors, I believe, um, confirmed it earlier to or just I think it was like shortly before we started recording. Um, but NHL owners have approved Jersey ads for the 2022-23 season. So that's that, the next season, not the upcoming one. Now, that's a little bit different from the helmet ads that have been approved and that were shown all of last year. I don't know if right. they still continue with the helmet ads. They are. but They are continuing they are. those helmet ads, yep. Ads on ads on ads, baby. We we you mentioned it before we recorded that we uh we kind of touched on this topic early on in the pod when they yeah like one of our first couple episodes we talked about yeah advertisements and I remember saying as long as they don't go the way of the European jerseys I'm okay with it I don't get the massive backlash of it I understand the slippery slope argument and all that but from what the reports are now it's just going to be a three by three and a half inch patch somewhere on the jersey and it's pretty much for anyone that watches the nba it's going to be a bigger patch than what the nba has for anyone watches the ahl the minor leagues it's going to basically be the same thing and i looked into those jerseys and they look fine they don't it's like the perfect size for a wawa logo <laughs> Perfect. Man, wah, if, the, wah. if the Flyers don't get Wawa as their jersey ad sponsor, I'll be very disappointed. We'll see what happens. It could also go Yingling. You know what would also be funny is if Philly does the Wawa sponsorship and Pittsburgh does the Sheets sponsorship. It would only be fitting, right? <laughs> it would fuel the Pennsylvania feud fire. It's like that already needs to happen. It's true. It's true. But, yeah. I <laughs> but what, what do you think would uh, go best on your Sharks uh, jersey if you, I, if you had to think about like a local advertisement? I mean, I don't live in the city of San Jose, so I don't know what local advertising is really down there. That's um, fair. I don't know because I don't even know who they had on their helmet this season. I feel like it was SAP was there. Um, it's, per, it's a perfect logo for it, you know? It honestly might be. Oh, they had Zoom and – did they have Zoom? Is that Tomas Hurdle rocking a Zoom helmet? It is. Yeah, so Zoom was their away sponsor. SAP was their home game sponsor. So, I mean, they could do something like that, I guess. Um, I would low-key love to see, like, a, a Sony or a Microsoft logo <laughs> just – chilling on their crest i think that'd be good. it might happen you know they're big they're big in the game might as well you know throw your uh throw some money out to the nhl get a team to rep your logo you know yeah your and I, design you alluded to the whole reason why this is a thing now and it's money with the league oh big time all that money they got to recoup it somehow and this is the way they're deciding to do it and who knows this could actually help you know the salary cap situation and it could yeah we just boost later we hope on the power play that it works out for the NHL and it's nothing but positive because at the end of the point, at the end of the day, it's just what's best for the league. And if it is going to be a negative, it's not going to be that big of a negative. It won't affect 
the game at all. at all. So it'll be just like the helmet ads, I think, where everyone complained about it for months going into the season. The season will start and everyone will forget they're even a thing. People but, love complaining. Who knows? But uh, moving on into some other news, this time on the ice. Uh, Austin Matthews is going to miss the start of training camp due to surgery. That broke uh, earlier in the week, actually. Um, so, I mean, I saw it. I didn't think too much of it. It's uh, He had wrist surgery on Friday um, of, I guess, last week. So... I've, you know, Austin Matthews is such a beast. You, we, you agree, I agree, everyone agrees how good Austin Matthews is. He's coming off an Art Ross trophy performance with most scoring the most goals in the NHL. I know that doesn't mean much because they only play in their own division, play against only Canada teams. But their main goal, I think, with the Leafs organization is, without a doubt, getting Austin Matthews playing his best come playoff time because that's what they need. And they should look on the bright side, the fact that he is still a young player. Same with Marner. Same with Nylander. Those are their highest paid guys. They're still young players that just have to prove they can do in the playoffs. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily their main goal. I think their main goal right now is to win in the playoffs, win a round and eventually win the cup. Um, but a big piece of that is keeping Matthews healthy and happy. So, I mean, it seems like they're doing a better job of that than uh, some organizations in the East that we're not going to talk about. Cough, cough, saber, cough, cough. Uh, cough. <laughs> cough, cough. But, yeah, no, um, from all reports right now, it just seems like it's going to be the start of training camp. It's, you should be okay Maybe not by their first preseason game, but at least later into the preseason. And then he should be good to go for opening night. Um, I don't think there's too much worry there. Right now, I think the biggest thing is them going all in and trying to get out of the first round and into the Stanley Cup final, which um, I think really kind of leads us into the next little uh, topic point of the Maple Leafs Amazon documentary. That's coming out pretty soon, I think. Yeah, start training camp. It'll begin. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I've always been a fan of these little inside the inside the locker room type of uh, viewing pleasures. They've always been a big attraction, but when you use it on a team like the Toronto Maple Leafs, there's already such fame and status when being a member of the Maple Leafs, like especially in Toronto, they'll, they'll show it. So how much they'll be able, I think, to cover up is like pretty strong amount. But it should be fun because, you know, there's nothing more talked about than uh, Toronto Maple Leafs and it's fun to watch. Yeah, and um, so the series is going to cover um, – actually, I'll just read this quote directly from the NHL.com uh, page. Um, quote, uh, Amazon Prime video and NHL original productions today, uh, that today will be in January 13th, 2021, um, announced all or nothing Toronto Maple Leafs, a multi-episode docu-series that will offer an inside view of the iconic Toronto Maple Leafs 
including on-the-ice action and unparalleled behind-the-scenes access to the 2020-21 NHL season. Um, so it cover everything up until, I would assume, their round one exit to the Maple Leafs during the playoffs, or to the Canadians during the playoffs. You know, all or nothing is, you know, it's a very bold title to use. Would you agree? Yes, but it's also the Maple Leafs, and that's exactly what this season, this past season was for them. And I think it's an even more fitting title for this upcoming season, considering it seems like, if I remember correctly, Kyle Dubas has put pretty much all his chips on the table and said, listen, I'm the one to blame here. If we don't succeed this season, I'm done. I, I, I can't stay here. So it's going to be interesting to see, I think, where this plays out. And a question I'll pose to you, Fish, is I believe this is a six-episode, maybe eight-episode um, series that's running. Do you see it going for a second season and covering the rest of the 2021-22 season? It could, you know. Uh, most of these uh, insider insider docu-series are successful and they're the good at recycling through different teams uh, you know some organizations have never had them and mainly because they're not pristine enough but when you think when you talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs you're talking about original six hockey club so uh if it's successful and of course uh if the Leafs are successful maybe but there's a whole lot of if and buts. We'll see yeah. how, uh, you know, see how it goes. I remember uh, the HBO series 24-7 when they were covering the Winter Classic. They were uh, – mm. they it was the uh, Blackhawks Red Wings game at Wrigley. And they the lead-up, they would have – go into Mike Babcock's uh, Red Wings locker room. And the Red Wings would be playing like dog crap and – Babcock would come in and just see the cameras and just like flip out at these cameras. So it's, it depends on the locker room. Like you really got to like understand that these cameras are just going to come in and they're just going to be there. Yeah. You know? And I mean, I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it. I was able to catch it. Um, I think when they first dropped it actually. Um, and there is a moment in the trailer where Dubas is in a pretty heated meeting. It seems like where he's basically talking about, like, I don't remember the exact quote, but it was basically his patience was starting to wear thin. And it'll be interesting to see where exactly in the season that happens. Like, is it, like, early in the season, middle of the season? Is it in the playoffs when they're up and winning and then all of a sudden Montreal is starting to steamroll them three games in a row? Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Um and the only other question before we move off of the story for you is, uh, is this something the NHL should pursue as more of a uh, entire league series? Kind of like, um, I don't know if you've ever watched it. There's a Netflix series on Formula One where it covers the entire season and they, they follow the storylines of different drivers over the course of those seasons. Um, do you think is that something that could be good for the league and this could be them dipping their toes into that market? Well, I think that would something be something ESPN would do and the mm -hmm. NHL would want ESPN would do, to do. Um, 
obviously they're a league that needs publicity and still needs to grow. So if any good, type good of publicity, yeah, yeah, they have publicity right now. They, any publicity is good publicity in the, mm. the year 2021. I guess. Um, so I think that uh, it could, but a lot, like I said, a lot of locker rooms are different from each other's, and some are willing to take on that pressure of having those cameras, and some really aren't. So, right. But probably something that's harder to do when you have 32 teams in the league. A team I would yeah. love if this was a format that they pursued, a team I would love to have cameras all around would be Seattle. They oh, yeah. Prime, I think, for some. Or even Vegas, the other other yeah. expansion team. Yeah, that would be a cool kind of like duality of team to see the established expansion team and now the new Seattle expansion team coming in and seeing how, how those storylines kind of correlate. All interesting stuff. Something I would love to see. Um, who knows? Maybe uh, depending on how well all or nothing goes, uh, th- they will pursue that. I know I'm going to try and watch because I just love shoving hockey content into my eyeballs. Like, do you have Amazon? I do. Oh, you're a lucky guy. Uh, I'll find a way to get some clips. Uh, uh, talk, talk to me after the pod. Maybe we'll work something. <laughs> doing, we're doing deals here. Yeah, wheeling a deal, and I'll give you. Uh, we don't do this when Bingham's here. Yeah, no. See, we're going off the rails, man. Ooh, man, I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure Bing actually just took a five minute game misconduct, and that's why it's just the two of us. I think that's what happened. He was he was acting like a goon, and they kicked yeah. him out of the game. I think he, I, well, he's he's our goalie. So, I mean, he probably got into a fight with another goalie and the rest didn't want to have any of that. Probably took a Now we got no goalie? Oh, God, I didn't think of that. Oh, no. We got, we got problems, mm. boys. Boys mm. and girls. Speaking of problems, um, I think it's time to move into some fun. And this is a topic that you brought up, Fish. So, actually, I'll let you take this one uh, as far as uh, some lists. Oh, we figured, you know, since the, content of headlines and what we could talk about is slim to none we talk about what has been this has happened in the off season and we rate them uh as a top three we decided uh if you had more of a positive side on teams you can go either way you can go two positive one negative two negative one positive or all three positive or three negative you know whichever one you uh want to see and you want to talk um i'm gonna go full homer right now as i love to do and i'm gonna say chuck fletcher did a great job with the flyers this offseason the additions i think are gonna work extremely well Mm. i think uh, uh, uh. i have one massive question mark (laughs) particularly in your in your goal I think a lot of young players are still going to produce. I think Joel Farabee has a good chance of being a 30-goal scorer. I think both their power play and special teams are going to be better, especially their uh, penalty kill because that needs to be better. And I just think they're going to be a fun team to watch. And last year, you know, after they got COVID, they weren't that much of a fun team to watch. So I hope they're a fun team. I hope they compete well. And I can't wait to see how it starts. And it really, you know, 
hearing the post-game pressers of after last season, I'm glad Chuck Fletcher put a lot of the pressure on the shoulders to make the, the changes that were important. And now it starts with Elaine Vigneault trying to figure out lines, figure out systems, and get chemistry. And uh, I'm really excited to be a Flyers fan. You can call me gullible, you can call me brainwashed, call me this, that, but I am excited. Flyers yeah. hockey. I like your optimism, Fish. It's more optimism uh, than I have in my team right now. Uh, they made some good moves, but they're definitely not a winner in my book. I'm not saying they're a loser. They're, they're not actually in, in my list, uh, but it's more optimism I have nonetheless. So for my – you're going one to three or are you going three to one? Uh, I'll go two and one. So I'll go two positive, one negative. I'll switch to the negative side, and I'm going to stick with another team in the Metropolitan Division, a team that you think is on the verge of something special, but I just think took a big bump in the road, and that is Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina Hurricanes let Dougie Hamilton go. Now, I'm not going to say I know what the contract negotiations were like because I will say firsthand I don't, but Dougie Hamilton is now a New Jersey Devil. And, uh, yeah, uh, Carolina didn't really do much besides pick up a goaltender who they think is going to start. And uh, you can say a lot of their young players are going to stay good and stay consistent. And they're going to be able to fix that hole. But I, I don't see that being the case. I think Carolina takes a step backwards, and they're going to be fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah, I can think. And uh, I'm going to look at, hmm, you know, I'm going to look at my third choice. I'm going to look at Vegas Golden Knights. And I don't know if it's positive or negative because they've made a lot of moves this offseason, a lot of clearing cap space and this and that. I, I find it very uh very bold that they that they think that this is their leadership that they can go for a while i also commend it because it might be you know mark stone i believe is a really good captain and as well fall as as well as their other veteran presence but you know they definitely got younger on the forwards they definitely got some cap space you know, traded Mark Andre Fleury. It seems like they're gonna go with Robin Leonard. So uh I'm gonna say the Vegas Golden Knights are a big question mark. Yeah, that's I will say it's positive. Fair. I won't say it's negative. It's a big question mark. I think that's pretty fair assumption, to be honest with you. Um, so your three were Carolina. Vegas Philly. and Philly, hey, yep, not bad, not bad. Uh, I'm kind of poking around the league. Um, one that I feel pretty confident is a uh, a positive, and this might be a, a surprise to some, but I think one of the winners of this offseason is the Florida Panthers. I feel like um, their acquisition of Sam Reinhart is going to pay off. Um, he's not, he's, he has the Buffalo stink 
is what I'm going to call on him, which is why I think some people might be a little apprehensive if you're a Florida Panther fan, but I think he's going to come into his own um, on the Panthers. Like a lot of players have, if you look at Sam Bennett, who they've locked up, uh, Anthony Duclair, who they've locked up. Um, those guys seem to have had almost career resurgences or even coming out parties since joining the Florida Panthers. So I think that's going to be a big help for them. Uh, the veteran leadership in Joe Thornton as a Florida Panther. I hate it, but I love it at the same time. You love it. I do love it. Um, <laughs> he gets, I don't know if he gets the cup there, but there seems to be a lot of um, positivity flowing through that locker room right now where a lot of, guys within that organization feel like they're on the cusp of something. And I kind of feel like that's the case, especially if um, they get lucky enough in the playoffs where they don't have to meet a Tampa Bay lightning again. I feel like if they can get that and they can get good momentum going in the playoffs, they very well could be on the cusp of something as a deep playoff run is concerned. As well as getting Aaron Ackled back from injury. Uh, yep. Yeah, I could. I could agree, Adam. I, in my opinion, I have a, uh, the Florida Panthers as a, a real dark horse to win the Atlantic Division, and that's probably the best division in hockey. If you look at uh, just the depths of, uh, of talent through teams, but I just think they have a a lot clearer path of able to win this division, other than the team that just won back-to-back cups and is, you know, might be going through another Stanley Cup hangover. And then you have Boston, who's got a new goalie uh, goalie pair. And, you know, I just think that they might have a little bit clearer path to win yeah. the division. I, I don't know if it's a win, but it's definitely a playoff spot. I, it, might be a, it might be wild card. It might be top two. Who knows? It depends how well this team clicks. Um, but I think they are definitely the dark horse um, coming into this next season. Um, another positive that I'm going to shine uh, before we get into the negatives, because I have two at least, and one of them is an obvious choice. But another winner I'm going to have is actually going to be the Chicago Blackhawks. I'm kinda, okay. I'm kind of pivoting off of your uh, Vegas Golden Knights question mark because of the Mark Andre Fleury acquisition. I feel like that acquisition on top of Jonathan Taves coming back healthy, um, the team's surprisingly doing well this season without a lot of the core that kind of made that team up and having a lot of older guys there, I think will help this core. Um, the acquisition, acquisition of Seth Jones on the blue line, I think helps them more offensively than defensively, but it's still something with Marc-Andre Fleury backstopping you. You can't go wrong. Um, And I think they're another dark horse, at least as far as the West is concerned, as being a possible contender um, going forward. The only real question mark I have is what they want to do with Dylan Strome, who apparently is on the block. That's understandable, man. Uh, I, I can't say that all their moves would be a big positive, but they're definitely a question mark like the Vegas Golden Knights. You know, people are going to be watching. I mean, people always do watch the Chicago Blackhawks. They're probably the most marketed team in the NHL. So, Yeah, no. Um, and I think the, the Marc-Andre Fleury acquisition definitely puts more eyes on them, especially um, if and when Chicago eventually meets Vegas. 
So I think they they play at least once, maybe twice the season. So it, it'll and probably more times, aren't they in the same division? No, Vegas is in no. the Pacific. Chicago's in, is in the Central. They usually play around three times again yeah, against each other. So. That'll be interesting. Um, I'm going to throw some honorable mentions actually out there because I have a lot of teams kind of floating okay. ahead that could fit this. Um, Seattle Kraken, I feel like, are an honorable. Yeah, team. people are going to be watching. They might uh, they might fan out and be a 500 hockey team. That's how I see them as. I don't know. I've it, It's a little bit of Vegas syndrome, I think, of like we all said the same thing about Vegas and look at where they are now. That's true, yeah. I mean, Seattle isn't a bad team. On paper, they don't look the greatest, but, I mean, Philip Grubauer in net. Jordan Eberle is there. He's a scoring threat. I actually, I just had the roster pulled up, and it completely left my mind. Uh, Jordan Eberle's there. Jane Schwartz is there. That's a good offensive threat. Yanni Gord. Um, Mark Giordano, Adam Larson on their back end. They have a flurry. And we all know how well a flurry does in expansion draft teams. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if they're, they're going to do well. There's the, the, the cynical part of me that says, nah, there's no way in hell this is going to work for them. But at the same time, it's a flat cap era. They're playing the long game, I think. But at the same time, they're looking to compete. And Philip Grubauer and Jaden Schwartz and those acquisitions – kind of tell that story um so they're my honorable mention uh buffalo is the obvious honorable mention because what the hell that, that's a fire set <laughs> we're seeing one uh so i'm not even going to touch that that doesn't even really need a, a conversation um but i'm going to agree with you for my third team as a negative and i'm going to say the carolina hurricanes i don't know what's going on uh the dougie the loss of dougie hamilton was big but then they fumble the Nedeltkovich, the Alex um, negotiations and trade him off where he signs in Detroit for, le- for less than I think what he was actually asking for in Carolina by a matter of like 50K or right. like that. It, it was something crazy. So that loss is big for them. Um, now they've got all the bad press with the acquisition of Tony D'Angelo circling i saw a lot of hate coming from that um which understandable is what it is um i i don't know how they necessarily recover from just the the hockey moves on its own not even just the press side of things it's it's going to be a rough season i think for carolina yeah they gotta they're hoping that their head coach rick uh uh rod brindamore you know just one coach of the year so they're hoping they can emulate something like that. I'm not even sure really who's on this team at this point. I mean, they still have Ajo, they still have Stahl, still have all their big hitters. Svechnikov still needs a deal, so that's questionable. Freddie Anderson and Anti Ranta as their tandem? Mm. Yeah, man. I didn't realize. I, I forgot Freddie went to Carolina. Ethan Bear on the back end. All right. I mean, I would prefer last season's team, honestly, but that's, you know, that's the people's GM in me, I guess. <laughs> um, but who knows? 
I just view everything right now. I wouldn't say they're a big loser, but I feel like they're taking the L this offseason. But we'll see how the uh, the on-ice shenanigans plays out because hockey is a crazy sport, man. It's craziest, and that's why we love it, man. That's why we love it. Yeah, but that's going to do it for a lot of our main, like, on-the-ice hockey, like, real-life hockey talk. There's not too much more to cover other than that. Yeah, we're in the dog days of summer, man. It's, it's hot. Really it's I was, hot. I was comfortable the other day. I was kind of annoyed that I had to go to work when it was so nice out. Oh, really? Yeah, it was nice. Up there that's, in the woods. that's rough, buddy. But I'm glad it's nice. Is what it is. But yeah, buddy. I guess now I'll take over because this is kind of my wheelhouse in talking about some uh, NHL gaming content. Oh, yeah, baby. How was, how's it going? It's going. Um, I'm currently in the process. For those of you that don't know, I've teased uh, a little bit on social media, a little bit at the end of the pod here and there. I have been teasing some gaming content for our YouTube channel, um, putting together a, a, a kind of fantasy league, fan, uh, created teams with fantasy rosters, that whole deal. I'm in the process of trying to build a fantasy, a fantasy rosters for all the teams now. Um, so that's coming along. I have no timetable for when the hell this thing's going to happen with NHL 22, like right around the corner. I might hold off till then. Uh, Trailer drops on Thursday for that game. Uh, So see what happens there, but it's, uh, it's been fun. I haven't been talking people's GM too much, but I mean, Winnipeg Jets are still going strong. I think I just won my Stanley Cup in a row (laughs) in the year 2030. We're talking to a legend, man. It's just, it's humbling. It's humbling. uh, Gary, Gary Bettman. franchise. Gary, Bettman. Gary Bettman. throw me, throw me in the league. Just throw <laughs> me in. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. <laughs> we got song references now, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John happens. Fogarty will be proud. That's what happens when Bing's not here. We just ramble and throw out whatever the hell we want. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, keep an eye on the socials. I'll probably have updates there as things get closer. Uh, OTPP pod, baby. Yeah, OTPP pod on the Instagrams. Uh, that's where we're most active. Twitter, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Facebook, and yeah, sorry. Really, just follow us on the Instagram. Uh, Twitter, you can get all of our shout outs for episodes and other news related to that stuff. Facebook, non existent. Sorry. YouTube, we're trying. We're, we're trying we're to get the- your eyeballs. We're about to have a big come up. Yeah, well, listen, we're infiltrating the ears. Now we're, we're pushing for the eyes, all right? We're going to, you're going to have to look at our ugly mugs soon enough. Or at least one it's of not, them. It's, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Well, it's not that three, bad. I think I'm probably the worst. I mean, why do you think I got No, that? you're handsome. You're so ah, handsome. Yeah, thank you. Your mother, your mother would never lie to you. <laughs> are, you are you my mother? I'm not saying yes, not saying no. I'm just saying your mother would never lie to you. All right. That's, I think, where we... Off the rails, baby. Oh, God. Um, Yeah, unless you have anything else you want to talk about, Fish, I think that's going to do it for us today on this uh, actually shorter episode of On the Power Play. Yeah, it's been been a treat, you know. Hopefully, uh, you know, or we've talked about it. Uh, after last week's episode that we shouldn't be afraid to go two out of three people if one person wants to take a week off. 
we feel like it would make great content and our viewers or listeners would love it. So I hope hey, you listen. do. Uh, Dude, are you excited viewers. for the Olympics? Because, you know. Oh, yeah. It just seems like more and more as the days go by that uh, we're going to have Olympic hockey this year with NHL players. I'm all for it. I mean, I still remember to this day, like I have like vivid memories of watching the women's hockey team beat Canada at the last winter games um, for the gold. I, I vividly remember watching that shootout downstairs with my mom and us freaking out at, I think it was like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and uh the shootout take place um so i'm all all for any any and all hockey i can consume and just watch i'm all for it um i'm excited and just to add the quality of play that i know the nhl players can add to that game i think it's just going to make it all the better yeah yeah it's you know another another sun's out it's warm weather. We're enjoying it, but hockey's right around the corner, and yeah. we'll be covering it. So, real, real quick, do you who who is your uh, your picks for a possible gold medal game in the Olympics? Gold medal game, gotta go USA Canada. Uh, uh, mm. I'll say USA Russia. I'll, I mean, I'll say Canada Russia. Canada Russia. I gotta cut out my USA. I've been saying that the US was gonna win, but they, I don't think they're gonna win this Olympics. Well, you know what? I'm saying otherwise. USA and Russia, baby. Let's bring it back. Do you no Canada miracles? Do no you Canada. believe in miracles, Mr. Yes. Fisher? Yes. <laughs> Unbelievable. Do you believe it? I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, Fish, I'm getting word that uh, someone might want to jump, jump in. Jump in. Yeah, uh, hold on. No, I, yeah, let's get him in here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, let's get Yeah, I don't know if you, you're getting the text I'm getting, but uh, I have just received word that a man would, uh, is asking to join, and I told him to get in, get on in here. Yeah, we only got a couple minutes left, you know? We're, I we're mean, holding out for you, you know? Well, listen, he's got 20 minutes. We'll, we'll let the goon go. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit Who of- is it? Uh, who do you think it is? I'll let, oh, no. I'll let you guess. Is it Mr. Take a Pitch, Max? Yeah, indeed it is. I don't know where the hell it is. Where, where are you? Hurry up. Hurry up, you goon. Get in here. Tell him he's only got a little time left. Is this getting awkward? We're just sitting here waiting? Yeah, we're just sitting here. We got content, baby. This is a gold content. By the way, if you want gold content, we got plenty of gold content on our shop, on our merch site. So if you want to go buy your on the power play merch, go support us. Yeah. We'd love it. Buy Post the it on the social too. Visit the socials. Um, I don't know what else I could uh what else do we have to plug? I mean, we could we could just bash take a pitch for the next couple of minutes when we wait for Max. Well, that's easy, but Oh, you know what I just realized? What if the reason Bing didn't show up is because he's defecting to take a pitch? They met at the Mets game. Yeah. I don't think he's defecting. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's uh, a double agent. He doesn't, want, he doesn't want to be talking baseball with a bunch of Mets fans. Uh, maybe. Hey, that maybe. Could be true. That could be true. I don't know. Uh, try and bring it back to hockey while we wait for this orange-haired lunatic to join us. 
uh, Gritty's cousin. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm receiving word. Here. Uh... Hey. This is best. Hey, fellas, how are we doing? Oh, uh, we got a special guest. He goes from Milwaukee to Boston. <laughs> Man, what did you do to our boy Brian? for everybody. What did you do? How are we doing, what, boys? What did you do to Brian? Where, we just got done a good pod. So, so I, I don't know where Brian is, but uh, I did get to see him at the Mets game. We talked a little bit. Got to hang out. It's been a while. Next up, I got to get you guys up here. Oh, hell uh, yeah, Let me know. I uh, got a perfect shirt, buddy. I got this Chase Utley hologram shirt <laughs> as a Philly ticket of bat. I'll walk with I'll walk with you at City Field. I'll take a couple Ooh. beers to the face. I'll be all right. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? What am I, what am I jumping in on? I was actually we just were going talking to... about uh we gave our top – there's not much to talk about, surprising, because it's, you know, the dog days of summer, but we were talking about our top three best and worst moves this offseason. Uh, we were talking about the uh, – The Olympics. The, advertise, the Olympics and the advertisements on the uh, sweaters. I hate them. I hate, I hate, hate it. I hate the ads. I want to, I want to hear why. You're, you're the only one of the two of us that has ad- adamantly said you hate it. I don't know. I just because I, I listen. It looks good on the NBA jerseys. They, they, they've been able to make it look tolerable, but when they bring it out to market, I don't want the ads on the replicas. Like, I don't want to wear. If I, especially if I don't support the product, you know. Right. I I can agree with that. I can. That's just that. me. That's um, why I hope baseball never does that. Well, hopefully, baseball doesn't need uh, the money like the NHL does. Um, well, baseball's got a lot of this shit show going on. Also true. But Max, um, let's hear your top three winners of the offseason. Now, we did it where you could do any combination. So you could do three winners, three losers, two winners, two losers, that kind of deal. So who are your top three best and or worst of the offseason? Uh, off oh, come on, baby. Come on. I got to say, ah, oh, shit. Sorry, I'm watching, here, the, watching the Yankee. I was gonna say watching, watching, the, watching the Yankee Red Sox game, with my boys. But uh, I think I jump on and say what's up. Uh, all right, so let's see the best and worst of the offseason. I have to say that despite losing Krejci, Boston did a good job keeping Hall. I like that. I, they kept a lot of that that group together despite losing a little better in leadership. Um, they made some moves they had to make, which are tough. Uh, I mean, they haven't re-signed Tuka yet, have they? No, they have not. They're still rocking uh, Olmark and um, Swayman. Swayman, thank you. I almost said Sweeney. I'm like, that's not right. Swayman! Yeah, so despite not re-signing Tuka, I think they've had a good offseason. I think obviously Tuka still be on the market. He wants to play in Boston. I think that's a win right there, knowing that they can always go back to Tuka. Um, I think another winner is the Rangers. Uh, and yes, How I know Matt's going to Matt's going to throw my bias out there. I was How knowing I... you were going to say it. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. They added something that the industry as a whole has said they were missing, right? In toughness. That's fair. And they really didn't give up a lot. The most they gave up was Booch, uh, which is a huge loss. It is. But at the end of the day, for the price that he was going to command, there was no point in keeping him. Get what you can. It's a tough move to make, 
Um, and I was talking with our boy Jeff earlier saying how Jeff Gordon would have somehow finessed Tarasenko out of that with some of the uh, deals he's made. Uh, but Drury's done a good job. Obviously, there's a lot they have to work on in terms of front office. But I think adding the toughness they added for the value they did, you know, what was it? Goodrow for a seventh and they signed him for six for three and a half. That right? About right. That sounds about right. And that's a great deal. It's a team-friendly deal that you can move in three or four years if it doesn't work out. The trading Booch for a second-round pick and Sammy Blaze. Blaze is – listen, there was a deal that they could have done better return on. But it was a move that, that I think was necessary. And then adding Ryan Reeves solves the Tom Wilson problem 10 I times think, out yeah. of 10. Honestly, of now, those three, Reeves is the biggest acquisition, I think, for that. And it's exactly, and that's one that nobody's going to really talk about either. They're no. going to talk about the Goodrow deal. They're going to talk about the Buchnevich deal depart- departure. You know, bringing back Igor on a on an extension. The Rangers did a lot right this all season, but there was still a lot of work to go, a lot more work to do for that team. Uh, I don't think they're a playoff team just yet. I think they're going to hang tough at the end, but they're not going to be a playoff team. In terms of losers, I got to say the Islanders. They uh, they really didn't bring in much, and they lost a lot of talent. This is a team that was a Final Four team each of the last two years, and uh, they they shot a lot of talent, losing the expansion draft and trading away uh, Bailey. Right? I think so. Is he still? They lost. They lost Everly in the draft. It wasn't Bailey. Bailey Bailey's draft. still here. Uh, they traded Bailey or last. I think they might have seen Bailey traded traded Bailey. I don't know, but they did lose talent uh, from what I remember seeing, which was expected. Um, they still haven't re-signed Sezikis, which should be a huge priority of theirs. Uh, I also think a loser is the Minnesota Wild, really? not being able to get a deal done with Kaprizov. Are they still working? Yeah, we talked about that so. last podcast. Like, I, I think that's a huge issue. I can see that. Yeah. And if, if this is going to keep going any longer, that's going to be a bad look on the franchise, the front office. What's the uh, out of the box thinking? Fish went with the bias pick of the Flyers. Um, uh, for a winner or a loser? Because they had an interesting offseason. It's, it's I Fish. Winner. I was going to say, where, do you, where would you think Fish would go? I was, listen, I, I should on the Rangers a little bit. I was hoping he could do the same with the Flyers, but. Never. No, nah, never. <laughs> You want to talk about a homer. Matt Fisher is the epitome of a homer. I, I shat on the Sharks before he before he ever even do it. Yeah, you want to talk about a loser this year. The fucking Sharks. Listen, all right? We got rid of Jones. Huh? We got rid of Jones. I'm happy. Yeah, but you can't get rid of Evander Kane. It, it's, yeah. I plead the fifth on that one because. Um, so does he. Don't worry. Ah. <laughs> I to say. Nice. <laughs> Guys, um, come on oh, the podcast making jokes. We we both I miss, agreed. I miss shooting the show with the boys. It's good, love it's good it. shit. It's, it's good been shit. too we'll long. Have to have you on with uh the, with the Bing Man. Um, oh God! But the other loser, the, the loser we both agreed on was Carolina. Yeah, I don't know why they got rid of Ned like that. Yeah, that was the weird move. And then my other point for that was the D'Angelo press. And his acquisition. So, okay. Here's the thing with that. 
he's a very good hockey player. That's I think his I think his talent is incredibly understated. Yes, the baggage he has off the ice is massive, and it wouldn't be allowed on most airlines. But, True. But I don't think he would be allowed on most airlines in general. But you look at the area, you look at where he's going to be. The talent certainly fits. This is a team that's known for bringing in talent at low value. Mm. And apparently uh, losing them at high value. Yeah, right? Weird. Um, so they bring in talent at low value. They make make a run, and they dump them. They're like the Tampa Bay Rays of hockey in that regard. That being said, I'm wondering how long of a leash you'll have. I feel like not a long one, honestly. With all that back mm-hmm. you talked about, it can't be long leash. If he proves that he's changed, it'll probably get longer. And I feel like the same can be said about Evander Kane. If what he's so saying you- is true, I feel right. like the leash gets longer. Um, well, let me ask you boys this. You look at D'Angelo, you look at a character, right? You also look at the coaches he was under. Rod Brindamore or David Quinn, who's going to keep him in line? Probably you would hope Brendan Well, but, compared to David Quinn. Yeah. David Quinn that's, that's where I think it's going to be a huge deal. The biggest question mark, and I feel I, I'm going to compare this back to the Sharks because I feel like it's not the same situation by any stretch of the imagination in terms of what the players are. But if you look at the situation Kane, uh, Kane came into the Sharks under, they had a leadership group of Joe Thornton, Joe Pavelski, Brent Burns. Um, that Those are probably your big three, and then everyone else around him. Patrick Marlowe, too, right? Um, he might have been with the um, Leafs, I think, at the, at the point they brought him in. He might have been there. I'm not sure. But as far as guys that aren't going to take shit, Thornton, Pavelski, Burns. Burns might be an outlier in there, but Thornton and Pavelski aren't going to take shit from anybody as far as what I can tell. Um, so they were there to keep him in line for the most part. Sure, he might have come to game, games and practices late. It happens. I'm not going to harp on anyone. Yeah, I mean, like, let's be real. We all come to work late. Yeah. So, I mean, that is what it is. Um, but then you lose Pavelski. Then you lose Thornton. Now he's got no one to keep him in check. It's just especially for someone that has that kind of an, a, an addiction, which is exactly what it is, an addiction. It's, it's a and, and it's sad. It really is. Um, but this is, again, assuming everything Kane himself is saying is the true story. If it comes out, everything the wife is saying is true, then it, it completely flips everything on its head. And that's where I'm like, all right, cut him loose. Buy him out, trade him if you can. It's 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 a he said she said situation, and it's one of the worst situations that anyone could ever find themselves in, especially in this time where, you know, let's look at society as a whole. It's interesting. It, it's a, uh, it's rough, but I mean, to bring it back to the Tony D'Angelo situation, it's basically the same thing where he's got to prove himself, and I think right now they have that leadership group in a Brindamore. I feel like Jordan stole someone that wouldn't take it from anybody. He'll keep D'Angelo in line if need be. And there's probably a couple other guys in that locker room that just aren't going to 
take shit and hopefully kind of lead him down the path to change. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. I feel like if that support system falls out though in Carolina, D'Angelo is finding himself in a Evander Kane esque situation. Yeah, it'll be it, it'll be interesting to watch for sure. But uh, nice baby. Uh, Max, we just did, we just did a deep dive into the Tony D'Angelo situation there. I love it. That quick, yeah, yeah. That 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 went crazy. But Max, I want to end on a uh, on a happy note. And I don't know if you've seen this yet, but rumors are swirling right now that Artemi Panarin will be on the cover of NHL 22. How do you feel? You know. <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm a big believer in, in video game cover curses. Big believer in that. Um <laughs> Listen, he deserves it. Deserves the recognition, no doubt. But keep him off the cover. I, I, I mean, listen, unless it's badass cover, then I want to see it. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. I wish, I wish high they kick. could have... How cool would it be if EA decided to release different covers for different cities? It's so like, in Philadelphia, that. sold only in Philadelphia. Claude Giroux on the cover. Or, well, I know, yeah, Angel 13, I still play it. Um, <laughs> fucking fantastic NHL game, uh, but you know Claude Giroux or Gritty on the cover in Philly. Then you have Tarasenko in St. Louis. Uh, Not for much longer. Jonathan Quick in LA. All these different cities. That would be awesome. Get a different cover. That would be. And awesome. then maybe a generalized legend for all the places that don't really have a team. That star, yes. Yeah. So, so like a, a Gretzky. In a city like uh, Alabama, I don't even know. Yeah, Tuscaloosa <laughs> gets Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Or like, like the, what, what the hell is this the, hockey? Or for like the Florida Panthers to get like a legend Yarmir Yager kind of thing because oh, yeah. they have no real stars. Ekblad maybe would be the closest thing for them. I think that would be cool. I mean, it would cost a shit ton for EA. Oh, yeah. But it would be a great... But can you believe... Can you imagine these guys would travel the country collecting covers? Oh, yeah. yeah. It would yeah, grow the game in the way... Video games are insane, dude. Like, MLB The Show has grown baseball astronomically to the point where... I saw a tweet the other day. Guy was wearing a, a minor league shirt, right? Kid goes up to him and mentions the shirt. And he goes, yeah, I play against them on MLB The Show. Like, can you imagine if they did that? People would be traveling the country trying to grab yeah, others. Stuff. Yeah. The value of the game, the video game itself would grow. All that stuff would be awesome. I mean, that's, that was my introduction to hockey. Was, was NHL? NHL games, yeah. Uh, NHL team, I think. That's but, where a lot of back my to love Panarin, came from. Back to the Panera on the cover? I'd buy one. I don't even have a system to play it on, but I'd buy one. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe I'll let you come up to Pennsylvania and use my PlayStation 5. <laughs> yeah, I'll st- I'll take it home with me too. I know you will. That's why I'll, I'm keeping it under lock and key, like Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like uh, Staples too, because Staples is getting yeah. uh, gaming systems now. Ooh, we'll see, maybe you can snack one from there if you're lucky. I'm I'm waiting. But I don't know. Trailer drops uh, Thursday, so I'll keep you posted on who hits the cover. Only yeah, reason their Facebook their Facebook page actually just uh, changed the profile picture. Oh, nice. 
because um, the only reason the rumors were swirling was because in like the 15 second teaser, you had a shot of uh, MSG Ice with the Rangers logo. And then, oh, so that's why people are like Rangers cover Artemi Panarin, Adam Fox. Who knows? Oh, Adam Fox. Ooh. I saw his name circulating, uh, probably because he won the Norris, I'd imagine. But he won the Norris, yeah. What about if it's Mika? anybody, it would probably it could be Mika. I feel like Panarin has more of the star value out of the Rangers. Oh, right Panarin now. has more draw. Fox has more notoriety in terms of awards. So I mean, um, the only other person I could see if they wanted to go the Legends route, put a goaltender on the cover again, uh, Hank. Mike Richter. No, I was gonna say Hank. Oh, Hank, yeah. That, that um, would be. Yeah, like, I say Mike Richter because that's my guy. But that's but, uh, uh, that's no, what that's no, looking knowing like. James Dolan, he'll put himself on the cover. Ooh, maybe. What if it's just the Sounds James cool. Dolan's gonna as James Dolan's gonna buy out EA and and and, and <laughs> clean out house because it's not tough enough. Hey, that would explain why they're changing the uh, the engine this year. <laughs> Apparently, they're going to the uh, they're following suit with Madden and FIFA. Oh, really? They're getting onto their level, so we'll see what happens. So, does this mean the People's GM will be returning? Oh, always, dude. The People's GM never stops. he never never left. Dude, I don't sleep. I've got I've got three save files on my PlayStation right now running. Let's go. Oh man. Well, boy, it's been a pleasure. I'll let yes, you guys start the episode just to tell you. Yeah, we're pretty much wrapping it up anyways. You you call us as we were wrapping up. Thank you. Take a pitch. Guest star. (laughs) Coming, We're coming for you, Max, and take a pitch. We're going to beat you on the diamond, and then you'll beat us in the rink. That's right. I have a couple couple friends who are like, yeah, let's play. Let's let's get a baseball game going. Team take a pitch versus team other. I'm like, oh, you don't want that. (laughs) I I want the smoke. I'll recruit. I'll recruit. Matt Fisher will be my leadoff hitter. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the best leadoff hitter. I'm telling you, we need to do somehow, some way for Instagram or YouTube a on the power. Hey, you, just take a pitch series. You fellas know where to find me. You know where to find up in, me. Up in New York. Coming yeah, well, there's two of you guys come up here. If I go down there, I have two places. I'm coming for you with this Mark Messier hockey stick that's right here. Bring it. All, let's go. Let's go. All right, All right Max. Be good. Thank you. All right, Max. See you soon, buddy. Take care. Peace. Take care, buddy. Well, that was crazy. Yeah, what a guest star. I that's love it. But He's the best. I think that's going to do it for us here at uh, on the power. He added, uh, he added like 15 minutes to our uh, episode. So yeah, I think yeah, I think we actually hit the hour mark. So uh, oh, baby, wow. The, this is going to be a short episode. Curse continues. <laughs> All right. well, I think you want to close it, Fish, or shall I? I'll, I'll, I'll close it for episode 36 of On the Power Play of your boys, Adam and Matt. We're signing off. Keep having a great summer. Goodbye.